Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato, and this is Media Day at the 2023 Azerbaijan Grand Prix on Pit Pass F1. Pit Pass F1 is brought to you by Evergreen Podcasts. And on today's episode, Formula One touches down in Azerbaijan, the self-styled home of the street fighters, to find out who can master the tricky Baku street track. They have a new weekend format to contend with too for the first sprint round of the year. Drivers will get only one hour of practice before heading straight into qualifying, and second practice has been expunged completely to make way for another qualifying session specifically for the sprint. You couldn't have picked a riskier venue to sample a new high-stakes weekend format. Baku is half traditional street track with closed-in walls and tight, twisty bends, but also half super speedway with cars reaching around 340 kilometers an hour down the front straight. Keeping your low downforce car out of the wall is therefore half the challenge, never mind two qualifying sessions and two races. Azerbaijan always offers unpredictable racing for this reason, but things are tipped to be even more chaotic this year. Picking setup is going to be extremely difficult with just one hour of practice at the wrong time of the day, and the circuit evolves significantly as rubber is laid down into the road over the weekend. Strategy forecasts won't be made until the sprint, and even then we might not get a clear picture depending on the tyres used. The sprint was logically enough the talk of the paddock on Thursday, but there was also plenty of room for new rumours out of Ferrari, where the team has lost another high-profile member of staff. Could Charles Leclerc be considering his options now too? Elsewhere, Fernando Alonso is loving life at the centre of a social media storm linking him to one of the world's biggest pop stars in what has been, almost unbelievably, one of the biggest stories of the last two weeks. So to run us through all of that and more, let's hear now from your host throughout the weekend on the ground in Baku, it's Julianne Serasoli. Hello everyone, Julianne Serasoli here, directly from the track in Baku. I'm quite sure you'll be hearing some background noise, some music, sirens, but that's because I'm speaking from the track before enjoying the Azeri hospitality and the welcome party they always throw for us. Actually, this time we're gonna have a barbecue in the paddock for all teams and media and a cocktail party later. It's a very famous cocktail party on Thursday in Baku. It's gonna be a great opportunity for everyone to catch up after nearly a month away because F1 never stops really and there's plenty of news around. I'm sure you're curious to hear what the driver said about the new sprint format. The old format had two big issues. The useless free practice on Saturday uh, with the cars already in Parc Fermé, not being able to change a lot of things in the setup and the lack of action during the actual sprint 
with the drivers more cautious to avoid losing positions in the starting grid on Sunday. So they're more concerned about Sunday than about the sprint itself. So now we got rid of FP2, which was substituted by a shorter qualifying session. We love qualifying. It's always very exciting, so it's good to have another one. And now the sprint and the race will be two separate events. The drivers liked it or let's say they prefer the new format, but most are still not big fans of the sprint anyway. They all said uh, they expect everyone to push harder on Saturday, but that's about it really. Some interesting remarks were made by Logan Sargent, who thinks the sprint will be like a luxury long run for those who won't be fighting for points, which is probably his case with the Williams. Another rookie, Oscar Piastri, he said he's actually more used to only having one practice session than other drivers, as he has a fresh memory of what he experienced in F2 and in F3. So he sees that as an advantage and he wants to score points with McLaren on both races. Fernando Alonso bets that this will be a stressful weekend with a combination between the new format and Baku being Baku, basically, with the walls closed and the difficulty to set up the car. He said he wanted to have the Monaco rear wing for 90% of the lap and then the Monza rear wing for the straights. And that paints, I think, a perfect picture of the challenges they face in Baku. George Russell, he added something interesting as well, uh, that the only practice session they're gonna have will be in the middle of the day when it's a lot warmer with a dirty track, because this track obviously is used by cars uh, during the rest of the year. So you will be especially difficult here in Baku, having this new format here in Baku. The race qualifying, the sprint and the race itself will take place in the end of the afternoon. And here in Baku, the temperature really drops a lot when the sun goes down because all you get is the chilly wind, the Baku being known as the city of the winds. One of the very few drivers who didn't hide the discontent with the sprint was Max Verstappen, and that's no news. He hates the sprint. He's a winning machine, and he's not a big fan of changes to spice up the show. He sees no need for that. And he did make some interesting points about this kind of weekend making it riskier for teams to have accident damage and damage ends up being costly for the team's budget and limits the car's development throughout the year. He's got a very good point there. Speaking of developments, we are starting an important part of the championship. We had nearly a month without racing and now we're gonna have five races in six weekends. So we're gonna see a lot of new parts in this phase of the championship and for some teams the upgrades are starting now even though it's a bit risky to upgrade the car in the sprint weekends a lot of teams are bringing at least some parts so red bull they have new bits so does mercedes nothing crazy says russell alpine mclaren aston martin well i think it's easier if i say Ferrari doesn't have anything new in the car, or at least according to Leclerc. They have a, a big upgrade which should arrive in three different parts in Miami, Imola and Barcelona, but nothing new here for Baku. The Aston upgrade is a less loaded rear wing, so they are trying to have less drag and to go faster on the straights. And McLaren will have a new floor 
which is the floor they wanted to have started the season with. So basically, you can say that the season is starting now for McLaren. And there's still a lot to come from the working team. And they need, they really need to catch up. The Mercedes, they have an upgrade which is not as substantial as Russell had mentioned earlier, but also there's more to come in the next few races from them. Speaking about the shift between James Allison and Mike Elliott, Russell said, Mike is the most intelligent engineer I have ever met. But if a team wants to win, they must have the right people at the right positions. It all sounded very rehearsed, like De Vries talking about Franz Tost's departure as a team principal at AlphaTauri, saying that he's very passionate and he was very important for the team, but every era has to end. I thought it was interesting, he said he's looking forward to working with Lohan Mekies next year. First, that's a bit a wishful thinking from here at the moment to think that he's gonna be at AlphaTauri next year. But also, AlphaTauri are looking into getting Mekies earlier so he could even be the team principal still this season. It all depends on what Ferrari says about that. The speech was also quite aligned at Ferrari. Lohan is very important, but Ferrari is more than one man. Well, Ferrari has lost three important men now, Binotto, Mekies and Sanchez. And there is some noise in Italy about Leclerc also looking at his options for the future. Speaking of Leclerc, I saved the three most important subjects for the end. All pivotal for the season, trust me. So you know Leclerc released a song, a piano track written by him. It's called Aus 23, as in Australia 23. So people thought, oh, that's nice. He wrote a, a sad song about the Australian Grand Prix, but no. He simply doesn't have time to name songs. That's what he said. So the titles are the dates in which the songs were finished. So I guess we could help Charles with some better names, can we? Continuing on the very important news, who needs the sprint format or the new sprint format when you've got a fanfic like the one involving Fernando Alonso and Taylor Swift? Come on. I'm sure if you were on Twitter looking for F1 news in the last couple of weeks and not finding much, you ended up seeing something about the couple. Not really a couple. It all started because they announced they were single at around the same time and the opportunity was too good for the internet to miss. I'm not sure about Taylor, but Fernando loved the rumor. He in Baku, he answered with a big smile and no comments, no comments to have a question about it. The new TikTok star of F1 is loving everything at the moment. Now I better go because the Baku party is waiting for me. You can still hear it. Tomorrow I'll be back already knowing who's gonna be on pole on Sunday. And I have the feeling we will have tricky qualities here on Friday and on Saturday. And for your information, I predicted that our other host, Chris Badland, will lose a karting race because of a problem he would have with his kart. There was a race between the journalists yesterday and I was right. He did lose the race. He did have problems with the karting. So I think my predictions are going on, on a very good direction <laughs> this weekend. I'm not sure 
he wanted me to share this information with you, but yes, he lost the race. May we have a great sprint weekend and see you tomorrow. Thanks very much to Julianne, who's in the Azerbaijan paddock all weekend. And commiserations to fellow host Chris Medlin on losing his own personal Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Make sure you don't miss an update from Azerbaijan this weekend by subscribing to Pit Pass F1 wherever you get your favourite podcasts. And you can visit us at pitpassmotorsports.com. You can also keep up to date with developments from Baku throughout the day by following Julianne on social media. Just check the link in the show description. My name is Michael Laminato. Pit Pass F1 is an evergreen podcast. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.